Hi everyone, it's Bill Black, the Exit Coach from the Exit Coach Radio Show. You know, one of the biggest questions I get on the show is what exactly goes into a business exit plan and when should I start creating mine? Well, I always tell people that the best time to start was five years ago, but the next best time is now because you never know when you might need it. So we put together a free report that describes what an exit plan is and what you should know. You can get it free by texting exit plan with no spaces to 44222. That's exit plan to 44222. Again, text exit plan to 44222. Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. Well, hey, everyone. Thanks so much for joining me once again today. It's always a pleasure to have you with me. Uh, And, uh, you know, here we talk with uh, advisors and authors and and others about uh, uh, items that are of interest to uh, baby boomer business owners, uh, especially those that are contemplating their future exit or transition. Uh, Today, that can be a real challenge. So I'm pleased to have today uh, as my guest, John Ferris, CEO of Envision Edge a management consultancy focused on helping organizations innovate and grow. John has a mission to help leaders and organizations do great things, whatever their definition of greatness is. And John's a believer in the three elements of organizational transformation, strategy, innovation, and leadership. And uh, he and his company focus on pragmatic tools, training, and coaching. Uh, John's motivated by getting results fast. And John, if we ever needed results fast, it's today. Thanks for joining me today. (laughs) No kidding, Bill. Hey, it's a pleasure to be here. Thanks so much for having me on. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. Hey, before uh, I've given a little bit of an introduction for you, but before we get into it, uh, tell us a little bit about you and, and your company and what you do at Envision Edge. Yeah, well, it's, our focus is really helping organizations achieve whatever their definition of value is. So uh, we're basically value creators. We help organizations create value, value to the customers, value to the teams, value to the communities they serve. So that's, that's focused. Uh, that's our sole focus at Envision Edge and um, <clears throat> kind of develop some of the, the thinking and the methodologies that we apply uh, throughout my career. I've worked with large organizations uh, for quite a few years and went out on my own and start, started Envision Edge uh, about seven years ago. And I've been growing the company since. So I've applied the lessons learned in large organizations and transformation value creation. I've uh, taken that and packaged that into providing services through Envision Edge to other organizations. So it's really the methodology of focusing on uh, radically clarifying a strategy, uh, focusing on innovation, developing new products, new services, and internal business methodologies, and focusing on leadership. That's the kind of the three areas of focus for value creation in organizations. So while we apply that to organizations that we serve, our customers and our clients, we also apply that methodology internally within Envision to help us create value. And I'm on a succession plan myself. I'm 57 years old and, um, again, started started Envision when I was 50. And we're looking at uh, an exit plan for me uh, over seven years to uh, move further out of the business so I'm not involved in the day-to-day, might still provide some overall coaching and guidance, but we're really on that focus right now of uh, essentially uh, my succession, putting leaders in place, systems and processes Mm -hmm. in place so that their business is not reliant on me. So it's uh, very much top of mind right now. 
Yeah, yeah, you and everyone that listens to this show, because that's all we talk about is, uh, you know, how do you how do you start making yourself less important to the day to day so that you can do whatever it is that you want to do, and and like you said, you're you, you help business owners figure out what their definition of success is, and um, and that's that can vary from person to person and from company to company. So, are the three areas that you just mentioned the three pillars of success that you that you build your planning around the, uh, for accelerating innovation and growth? Exactly right. Yeah, it starts with uh, articulating the strategy, kind of why the purpose, what, you know, what your destination and direction is, and putting in the, the very specific and concrete steps that will help you create value. And uh, that's, so that's step one is creating that strategy. And then step two is putting in a, uh, a methodology or system for innovation so that you and your team can, on, on an ongoing basis, develop uh, new products, new services, and new business systems to service your customers. And then the third ingredient for value creation is leadership. And our job as leaders in organizations is to determine what's important and why is it important, and then let our teams you know, uh, execute on it. So that, that focus on leadership is really that key, key ingredient as well. But it's that kind of magic cocktail of strategy and innovation and leadership that helps uh, basically create value in our organizations. Yeah, so I think I, I, I'm pretty clear on, and I think our listeners would be on, what strategy is and hopefully what leadership is. Let's talk about the innovation side of things and how you um, help owners collaborate with their, their key employees and other constituents um, about innovation, especially these days, uh, with uh, everybody kind of working remotely, what are some of the the tools of the day for communication and for brainstorming for innovation? Yeah, so uh, today, I mean, uh, the challenge we're in today is really the, the tight cycles of innovation. Like innovation typically is focusing on uh, months or years out. Today, we're on the immediate challenges of, of developing new ways to run our businesses today, actually literally today and this week. Uh, so really the focus on innovation, and there's kind of key steps for making innovation happen. Number one is clearly articulating what, that, what the problem is that needs to be solved, because a lot of times we're, we're working a lot and working very hard, but we're not solving the right problem. So step one of innovation is really figuring out what's the real problem we're solving. Uh, so within the last few weeks, few months, are the focus has really been on how are we going to uh, focus on working remotely because we're not not working together as teams right now. So that, for example, is a very specific problem. So step one of innovation is is, is defining with radical clarity what that problem is that we're solving. Uh, step two is really creating meaning, what we would call meaningfully unique ideas or ideas that create value. And instead of classic brainstorming, which uh, which we all have uh, done at one form or fashion, we need to look at new ways to create uh ideas and number one is bringing a group of people together we can't create new ideas if there's just a few people together so getting a diverse group of people and today we're doing that through zoom and we're doing it collaboratively but bring in you know people from your team and maybe a customer or supplier or people from outside your organization to generate new ideas around whatever that problem is that you've you've determined and getting stimulus from other areas so doing research doing some uh uh, searches on on LinkedIn, for example, or business uh, journals to give you stimulus on how to solve the idea or the problem that you have. Because a lot of people have already solved some of these problems, so go out and do some research, and then get your teams together to rapidly uh, develop ideas to help solve the problem. 
And once you've done that, once you've developed some ideas or, te- or you've got some ideas that you'd like to get out there, then you rapidly test them. So you, you try a mini experiment or place a small bet on trying something. So you might be trying a new process or a new way of engaging with your customers or engaging with your teams. Try it out and you'll learn from it. You might fail, but if you fail, then you change it and, and you iterate quickly. So going through very fast cycles of learning and these small experiments are so critical today because we don't, frankly, we just don't know what's coming in front of us right now. We can't really control what's happening outside the walls of our organizations, but we can control what's happening inside the wall. So if we place these small bets and try new things as far as engaging with our customers or developing new products for our customers in these, uh, these immediate times or how we engage with our teams, we got to try those things out and rapidly test them. So those are the key elements of it. Define what the problem is engage in in getting people together and applying stimulus or new ideas within that team and then rapidly experimenting uh, on what those ideas are as we move forward. So that's the high level. Those are really key, very uh, concrete takeaways that we can focus on regarding innovation. That's great. Yeah. That's, and I was wondering like in this day, uh, this time right now, uh, is it harder to get people to brainstorm if their brains are, concerned or worried about uh, survival stuff these days and and if so are, do you have any tips for owners to help stimulate their employees maybe to come up with some ideas and to help them um, uh, brainstorm especially you know it's one thing if you're looking eyeball to eyeball to somebody and saying hey do you have any ideas and playing off of each other it's a little harder when you're remote no, absolutely. Um, well, you know, first of all, it's always good to uh, do video conferencing using Zoom or, or what have mm-hmm. you. So, you know, there's only so much you can do through through phone and just through your voice. So highly recommend uh, moving to a platform where you can actually see each other virtually. So that's step one, because at least you can have a, a connectivity and a relationship there. But stepping back, you know, high-level answer to the question, first of all, as leaders, our job is to set the stage of, of the why. What's, why. Why are we doing what we're doing and, and what is really important right now? So before you engage people in coming up with new ideas, you have to set the stage for it. And our job, even though there's, we are in unpredictable times right now, we're not sure uh, how long we're going to be in social isolation, for example, but our job is still, still to communicate to our teams and, and, and share the best knowledge that we have today and at the end of the day, our focus is continuing on with their businesses, serving our, our mission, serving our purpose. And we have to continue to communicate with our employees about, you know, this is, this is why we're here. This is what we're focusing on. And this is what's really important to us. So before you get into any type of, of idea generation, you need to put, uh, put a, you know, put the, the, the direction out there, put the, set the context as to why this is important. Mm-hmm. And also, um, I mean, innovation won't happen unless you have a trust established within your team. So, you know, trust is established through good communication. It's through, you know, uh, having a relationship with your team and just being open and honest. You know, you just have to be real with your team. And, and as you're, you know, if you've, hopefully you've done that before moving into these, these challenging times. And if you've done that, then you, you, you've created that environment of trust. And you've created an environment where people will more freely share ideas. But what I'm finding these days is there's rapid cycles of communication. We've got to communicate uh, all the time with our teams. And doing that uh, virtually is, is more of a challenge. We have to be more purposeful about it. So I have a regular cadence or a regular rhythm of talking with our teams is really key. But once you do that and create that connectivity 
and the, the fact that hey we we will carry on here we have you know uh, areas of focus that we need to work on with our, with our customers with our clients let's get back on uh, th- this focus and and get things done but you have to create that environment of trust ahead of time before people will engage in in generating new ideas so that's our job as leaders I mean my job uh, is we've been working remotely now for this is our third week week one was all about team you know that's uh, how we're going to do this what's our rhythm of how often we're going to meet uh, how we're going to continue to form relationship virtually through zoom etc but that's the job one of any leader is to create that um, you know i'm going to use the term security from a uh you know from a high level at the end of the day our job is to create some security with our team even though there's there is uncertainty but based on the current and the best information we have right now we can certainly communicate with our with our team and share that information so that's job one is setting that relationship of trust and then you can move into that's great. idea generation that makes that makes a lot of sense, John. Thanks thanks so much for uh, filling us in on that. Tell us a little bit about your playbook Edge system, which is something that you've recently created, I guess, right? Yeah. So our um, our primary client base has been large, mid to large organizations. Uh, so we've done you know strategic planning for quite a number of years with, with large organizations across this country. And uh, what we wanted to do is to provide a tool for smaller organizations so that they could essentially create their own strategic plan. So instead of, you know, consultants coming in and having to run uh, strategy sessions with, with teams, we've basically packaged up our methodology and put it online, which is even more timely today since everything we're doing is online. So the Playbook Edge system is specifically designed for smaller organizations who want to create value and want to have a very specific roadmap in place as to how they're going to grow value in their company and how they're going to to move the team forward. Uh, so and it's a blended approach where there's some video uh, instruction on how to run strategic planning. So it's very easy, very uh, very easy uh, to follow instructions of how to do that. So in conjunction with that, we've established a a tracking tool and a strategy execution tool that tracks your goals and tracks who's doing what and gets people engaged in in your strategy. And there's also combined with that a coach. You have a strategy coach that helps you remotely, virtually, uh, to make sure your your goals and your objectives and your rhythm of execution is is working well. So it's a really a, a online strategy uh, solution for 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 small smaller organizations so that they can do it themselves. And a lot of folks have been using it for succession planning. So if they know they have their window out there of three, five, ten years, longer the better, obviously, uh, then they, they, they load their succession plan into playbook and then they pull themselves out of the business on a regular basis to focus on what are these things that I need to do to make sure I'm continuously creating value in my organization and setting up the roadblocks to do that. But the playbook edge system can help out uh, put that infrastructure in place. And there's kind of five building blocks to the, the playbook edge process or the strategy process mm-hmm. uh, step one is you know setting visualization what's that destination what's that end state look like for you as an entrepreneur as a business owner so step one is, is determining that end state step two is confronting reality take a look at your current business of where things are today and our, our new reality has changed even over the last few weeks uh, but take a look at your your current reality of your business what's working what's not working what do you need to change where are some of the blind spots etc so there's very specific tools that kind of help you through confronting reality and then once you've done that uh, you put your plan design together and it's a 
it's a simple model of, of strategic planning. It's a law of three plan design where you focus on what are the three big goals I must accomplish over this planning horizon, and then very specifically get into what are the actions you're going to take to achieve that. Because uh, one of the challenges of a strategy, and as an entrepreneur myself, I tend to, you know, chase chase shiny objects a lot. You know, there's lots of opportunities. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But the magic comes in distilling down what 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 you're going to say no to, and what you'll say yes to to create value. So the Playbook Edge system will help you focus on those value creation activities, and it'll keep you focused on what needs to be done over time. And once you do that, then you move into setting up your rhythm. We call it a rhythm of accountability. What's that cadence mm -hmm. that you will use in your organization to pull yourself out of your day-to-day -day work that you're focusing on to, to focus on your business? So you'll determine very specifically how often you'll do it, when you're going to meet and talk about you working on your business versus in your business. So that's the Playbook Edge system. It's your do-it-yourself strategic planning tool uh, that can help you create your strategy and, and, and more importantly, execute your strategy. That sounds great. It sounds like uh, you know what a lot of business owners really need is uh, uh, the uh, the framework and the accountability portion of it, especially. So it sounds like a very valuable uh, system, and certainly has been uh, reviewed well um, by people that have used it. So, uh, John, how do people uh, or how do our listeners find out more about you and the Playbook Edge system? What's the best way to get in touch with you? Yeah, so if people want to uh, email me directly, you can, uh, I'd love, to, love to, uh, to chat. So my email is johnferris at envisionedge.com. So you can email me directly. I'm on LinkedIn. You can hook, hook uh, link up on, on LinkedIn and you can, uh, you can message there. If you want to, we actually have a, a special offer for your folks on the show. Uh, and uh, you can see some of the, the tools in, the, in, in uh, Playbook Edge. And to access that, it's through our website, which is envisionedge, I-N-B-I-S-I-O-N, edge.com, E-D-G-E.com, backslash, backslash exit coach. And you can get some complimentary tools in there. So uh, those, oh, those will be the best ways to access it. And we can uh, love to engage in a further conversation. That's, that's terrific. I really appreciate you taking the time to come on and uh, explain some of these great tips uh, for our, our listeners who are you know, facing great change right now, and, and I think you've been very helpful at helping them um, develop a framework. I know I took a page full of notes. Uh, look forward to speaking with you again in the future and checking in with you again about how things are going with you and your business and the Playbook Edge system, and I hope our listeners will check in and get in touch with you and take advantage of that very very nice offer of yours. Thank you so much. Awesome, Bill. It's been a pleasure. Stay, stay, stay safe and well, and I look forward to the next opportunity tonight. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio.